Good evening, everybody. My name's Mark. And I'm Britton. And today we're going to talk about a movie, and that is all I have to say about that. The movie in question is The Conjuring 2. Yep, we didn't do the first one, but uh, who cares? Yeah, I guess. First yeah. one sucks, that's it. It's movie. about a doll, an ugly doll. And it's not even the right doll. No, it's the wrong doll. So, so anyway, don't even worry about that one. End of movie. So anyway, let's jump right on in and just get, uh, let's get started. Um, so this, as I just already said, is the yeah. sequel to a... A uh, somewhat popular movie, which was The First Conjuring. Mm -hmm. I saw it, and I didn't like it. The First Conjuring. Yeah, I, I wasn't impressed. And, uh, you know, that was when I started really, uh, like, cementing this idea of modern horror in my head. That it was yeah. just, like, 90 minutes of nothing, and then, like, 15 minutes of something happening. And then mm -hmm. that's, that's your lot. Um, but this movie is, uh, I guess, a little bit... Better? Yeah, uh, it, there is more stuff happening. I guess. I, it, it, oh, I think you know the. It has the benefit of not being about a spooky doll, and because I, I, I'm sorry, there is not like there's not there's no such thing as a scary doll uh, movie. What about Robert? Yeah, Robert. Not Robert. Not even Chucky. Okay. Uh, so. Yeah. So yeah, it, it had the benefit of not being a doll movie. So, um, go ahead and, uh, just give a, a very brief description of, uh, what this movie's about. So, uh, oddly enough, even though it, it predominantly takes place in England, uh, it, it takes place, uh, it starts in the Amityville house, mm -hmm. and, uh, they're going over, uh, how you, you, there was some, you know, entity there that was controlling... Uh, what's his face? DeFeo. DeFeo that was, uh, you know, shooting up his family that ended up haunting the house. Mm -hmm. And it was some ugly uh, nun, mm -hmm. and it, it was kind of this demon. So, the, you know, they, I don't know why they, they kind of stopped at the, I guess they got bored. I guess and, they, uh, they solved the Amityville thing. They're like, all right, now what? Yeah. And let's move on to, to jolly old England. Yeah, where there's this little girl who's being haunted uh, by this, you know, this old man <laughs> who who is just, he's, he just wants to be left alone. It, kinda. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, he wants to be left alone, but he also wants to hear people scream. And it, it's kinda, yeah, it's not really well defined. And it's kind of this step-by-step -step process where they're they're trying to do interviews, trying to figure out is it real, is it a hoax, and uh, you know figure out a little bit more about this uh, this entity that's haunting them. Now, um, the interesting thing about this movie is that it is uh, based off of a true story, mm -hmm. and I actually did a little bit of research uh, right after we got done watching it, Yeah, because I wanted to see... Well, no, you did some research um, while we were watching, because yeah, yeah. it was one of those long, boring scenes. Yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. It was, and it was funny, because it was towards the climax. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it went out around the time I was falling asleep. So uh, I wanted to know what... Uh, what about this movie was uh, was real and what was fictitious, or at okay. least what they were uh, presenting? And I did find some uh, interesting information. Okay. One of which is uh, the case that the movie is based off of. I think is one of uh, like England's like longest investigations into the paranormal. Yeah, like it had uh, legitimate accounts by uh, the police and a lot of other things. They said that they interviewed the. Uh, the girl who was, you know, being controlled and possessed. 
Yeah. And they said that, uh, she said that there were some things that she did embellish, but she said that most of it was what happened was real. Yeah. Um, and the most important thing is that the stars of our movie, uh, the, the singing Elvis and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, Vera Farmiga, um, they were only there for about, like, two or three days. And there was, like, a, a like, British historical or British, like, paranormal society that was there for, like, weeks and weeks. Oh, and maybe really? even months. So they were, like, really the ones conducting the investigation. These asshats just showed up for, like, uh, two days. Yeah, got and their then, pictures taken and there. And then and left. Like, yeah. So it is kind of a very disingenuous movie. Mm -hmm. um, but I guess the, the, the people there were kind of, as far as I know, they were hucksters anyway. Yeah. Uh, just by the, the way it seems. Um... Yeah, there's a lot of con you know conflicting information about uh, how how th these people, uh, the, the by these people I mean the you know the main couple in the movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of conflicting information as to how they conducted their investigations and whether or not they were snowball artists. Yeah. So I kind I'm kind of more interested. I like to see a uh, more information from the like the. Uh, the place that was actually doing the brunt of the investigation for like, mm -hmm. for like months, you know, and because uh, I, I I want I bet you that's a much more interesting story than these doll people chasing yeah. after a scary <laughs> nun and uh, you know stealing children's toys. Yeah. Oh gosh. All right. So <laughs> now we're gonna have to break into um, basically a section of this episode, which is called "Why the Horror Just Doesn't Work." Especially in this movie, it, uh, it 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 was your standard fair, you know jump scare fair where it was uh, uh, just building uh, tension mm -hmm. uh, and it, a lot of times that never paid off. Yeah, like I, I remember we were kind of making fun of the movie because I, I we're like, all right, let's see what's behind the door again. Yeah, and, oh, it was nothing again. Like. There was, uh, I forget what scene it was, it was very early on, where, yeah. um, uh, oh, that's right, it was, I think, the, uh, the tent scene. Like, oh, yeah. early in the movie, this kid has this <laughs> tent set up, and yeah. the, uh, this, this scary old man voice is yelling at him, and he's, like, throwing the truck out at him. Yeah. And, you know, and, uh, you know, he's doing all this spooky voice and yelling, and it's, like, supposed to be really intense, and this little boy runs and gets his mom, and his mom investigates, and, of course, yeah. there's nothing in there. And I remember telling saying to Britain, I was like, or say, yeah, I was like, this would have been a lot scarier if she opens it up and it's fucking there. Yeah, but, but you know, before that, uh, the scene leading up to that, you know, the kid gets in and out of bed four times. Oh yeah, that's true. Like he gets up, looks out at the the tent, nothing. So he goes back to bed. Then he gets out, he looks at the tent, and there's nothing. Then he, you know, goes back. Then he gets back and looks at it again. And at this point, I'm like, all right, so I bet you it's gonna be something this time. Nothing. Uh, nothing. And then the fourth time, he just gets up and walks to the tent. <laughs> and I'm like, why? 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 Uh, it's... It, it is a... It, it was a baffling exercise. It's not the... You know, definitely not the worst... Uh, the the, wor the most poorly executed horror movie we've seen. No, by no, uh, by no stretch of imagination. But uh, yeah, there was definitely some laughable uh, moments in it. Like the... the a lot of the nun scenes were, were nonsensical. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> and, uh... And not since Ghostbusters 2 had there been a scary painting scene. Yeah, and I think Ghostbusters 2's painting was scarier, yeah. actually. Well, it had, had Peter McNichol. 
I mean, no, the painting itself I thought was scary. Actually, when I was a kid, I, you yeah, know, I wasn't scared of the painting, but I definitely saw it as a threat. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that this nun painting was painted too obviously evil, you know, for it to actually be yeah. scary. Like, oh, okay, you know, like, there's something scarier to me in something that's almost innocuous yeah. or, you know, just, uh, like, for instance, the the doll Annabelle in, uh, in the movies is yeah. this, uh, this scary, like, warped, twisted uh, doll. Like, they had, they had it actually in the, uh, the end of the movie. They had a little, I guess, uh, they threw the prop in there. Yeah. And... I was like, you know, like, it's supposed to like invoke a, a feeling of like, ooh, that's a scary fucking doll. But the real Annabelle, like the actual, you know, recorded history of, of the Annabelle mm -hmm. was a Raggedy Ann doll. Yeah. And to me, that is a lot more terrifying because that seems like something that could actually happen. No one's going to buy their kid a fucking spooky Halloween doll and just, you know, give it to them. Like, of course that fucking uh, doll is yeah. possessed. Then again, like, I... I I know a lot of people are creeped out by dolls. Mm -hmm. uh, it's the same reason why uh, masks are creepy to some people. I don't know. I don't see a doll and think that you know it's any kind of threat. Well, I, I guess that's a, that's you know that's a very logical the center of your brain. <laughs> like I could just kick this doll and it'd be fine. Yeah. But right. like you know me, the only thing that would uh, be scary is if uh, well that inanimate object is is now moving and that that's terrifying to me. Like it, it, like it, it, yeah. It might be a scary inanimate doll that's moving around, but uh, it, it goes under the boot like any other doll. <laughs> it's like I imagine if uh, like a stuffed animal just you know came to life and started walking. I imagine yeah. you know for Britain it would be a mild, a mild little hey, and he'd grab it and then he just put it like in the oven. <laughs> well, no, I I, I determine. No, like, you'd study it. Yeah, yeah, like I'm like, all right, well, what's this thing doing? Like, uh, like, what, what are you gonna do? And then, we'll, you know, then uh, once I determine that is, you know, some kind of threat, that's when it goes in the oven. Like, I, I imagine that you first pick it up and you start, you know, basically analyzing it. Like, mm. all right, is there some sort of uh, mechanical aspects to this? Is this being remote controlled by? Mm. Is this a prank of some kind? No, yeah. no, this is actual fluff. You, you cut it open. Yeah, you know? I, I vivisected it. <laughs> well, it's like screaming and kicking its little legs. Stop it, you're just making this take longer. Yeah. <laughs> well, great, I slipped. Are you happy now? Ow, now I, gotta... I cut myself. <laughs> Knock it off! So you just, like, hold its head down while you're yeah. just- Yeah, and then, like, okay, there's nothing here. Alright. What's your angle? And... And you, and then, then it's running for me. <laughs> now, hey, like I'm, I'm trying to figure out the, you know, what's controlling or powering this thing, and I'm the big spooky monster that it's trying to get away from. Imagine like all the other dolls, like all the other dolls and stuffed animals, you know, hear of you, <laughs> and they all try to take you down. So you're just sitting there watching TV, and all of a sudden these dolls are just like crawling over you, but you're just they're kind of like flies, so you just like push them off, like get off me, I cut it out. <laughs> Off, come on, stop it. Hey. Hey, come on. <laughs> ah, so you just pick up, you just, just get up and leave and go to your room. You shut the door and just watch YouTube. Yeah. And they can't, they can't get through the door. <laughs> you just see their little, their little fluff arms like <laughs> reaching underneath the door. But you know, you just stuff a towel under there. So <laughs> this guy's not playing right. <laughs> He's not being fair. I don't know. I imagine that's a stuffed elephant. Yeah, I, I can see that. 
How would you like to be a stuffed elephant? Huh? Huh? Well, there's a lot of that. Oh, what was it? A polka dot elephant? From Oh yeah. <laughs> Not just a stuffed elephant. <laughs> that, that was more of a threat. How would you like to be a stuffed elephant? Uh no thank you. I'll turn you into a beehive. <laughs> Let her try to turn me into a stuffed elephant. <laughs> How about a little fire, elephant? Ooh, ooh, he goes up instantly because it's a child's uh, toy. A child's... <laughs> uh, imagine an older era child's toy yeah. where, where nothing was flame retardant. Actually, I imagine it's a even older era uh, child's toy where it's just stuffed with asbestos. So it's <laughs> it, it, fine. It's soaked in kerosene. <laughs> Kerosene's the only way to get it clean. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> So that, that, that is why stuffed animals coming to life is not yeah. really too much of a threat. Yeah, at least not to me. Like, I'd be scared out of my wits, but I guess eventually, like, after a couple hours, I would, you know, come out of my room, <laughs> and I would, uh, I, I would just kind of, like, deal with it. Yeah. Like, are you still out there? Maybe I'll try to talk to it. You know, like, alright, so, uh, alright, tell but they don't have, like, anything, anything to speak with, so they have to, like, write down their stuff. I imagine it has to use, like, both hands to... <laughs> and it just takes too long in the scribbly. He's like, ah, oh, jeez, all right, uh... Like your penmanship's off. All right, here, so I set it up in front of a typewriter. All right, tell me what you... Tell me what you want. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> all right, I'm just gonna put you in the curtain. Go. <laughs> all right, and, and at the end of the day, we just end up putting him in the trash. Yeah. <laughs> And it's too weak because it's just made of stuffing, so it can't get out of the trash. And eventually, it's just compressed, it, it, like in in the dump truck. This is why we don't get to write scary horror movies. We'll take it too literal, <laughs> and, and yeah, and it will just end up in the landfill. <laughs> oh, these people threw away a perfectly good ghost. <laughs> I met. You see, this is where our movie would start. That, that would be the first act. That'd be the first 10, 15 minutes of the movie, and the rest of the movie is the, uh, is from the doll's point of view, trying yeah. to find its way back. It's kind of like The Incredible Journey, only with a stuffed ghost, uh, a haunted stuffed animal. So, uh, the, so, so the, the stuffed animal came from a, uh, like a different home. Yeah. And, you know, even though everyone hated it and was screaming all the time, it was happy there. Yeah, it was his home. Yeah. And, and so... Uh, they throw it away, and it ends up in the landfill, and then it's just the journey back. Yeah, and that was still a stuffed elephant in your mind, right? Sure. Okay. Sure, why not? Well, <laughs> uh, let's play your game. <laughs> now, think of all the neat things, neat adventures that this haunted stuffed elephant uh, can get into on his way, on its way back to, uh, to its home. Isn't this just Toy Story with demonic possession? Well, kind of, but, you know, we'll play up the demonic possessions oh, okay. part a little bit more. Like, um, like there's not going to be a lot of whimsy and wonder. It's going to be a lot more, uh, a lot more of like, you know, first maybe a, uh, you know, like it, it gets out of the landfill uh, by like just sorted means, you know, yeah. like, uh, like maybe the, the compression like ripped a little bit. So it's got a, you know, it's got to find like replacement parts. So now it's got like an egg beater uh, where its <laughs> arm should be. And it's like, you know, just making its way back. And, and okay. it eventually gets, like, uh, zip-tied to the grill of a semi. 
<laughs> well, you know, it just actually like takes him... at the end of the Toy Story 3 with and, that bad guy. And it, take, and it takes him, like, a little bit further from where it needs to be. Yeah. Like, eventually it winds up under a bridge with, uh, with, uh, Freight Crate Frank. I saw this elephant before, during the Great Elephant Wars. <laughs> yeah, that was tough. You know, I think this elephant was the soul of my good brother Frank. I don't think you were in the Elephant Wars. In fact, I don't think there was an Elephant Wars. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then he throws the, you know, the stuff down. Like, like, eventually, the, ele the elephant stops by, you know, for a little bit to scare the, 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 the you know, the Well, I imagine he, the he, tramps. he throws the elephant, and since they're under the bridge, like, it goes down the river. Uh, into maybe like a, you know, into the sticks where there, there's a bunch of, uh, hillbillies. hillbillies. And it scares the pants off the hillbillies. Uh, well, actually, it stumbles into maybe like a moonshine farm or something. <laughs> and, uh, at first it scares them, but then, then it's just more clumsy than anything. And uh, cause they're all hopped up on, on, on shine. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, they're, they're running around like, uh. Like like a bunch of clumsy oafs, uh, yeah, shooting themselves with. I I imagine they're blunderbusses. Yeah, of they, course they have blunderbusses that they're shooting each other with. So and yeah, then then they start accepting it for a little bit. You know, yeah, hey, this, this guy ain't so bad. I, I don't know. <laughs> I can't do a good uh, hick. This guy ain't so bad. Uh, one of the hill folk from Hills Have Eyes. Um, so it just turns into a hoot nanny. Yeah. Yeah, they they bring him to the uh, square dance. Yeah, and then it dances with uh, dances with like a, a raggedy Ann doll, and you know, and I was gonna say like some some uh, like Lula Bell or, or Talky uh, Tina from Twilight Zone. Some I I was gonna say like uh, some farmer's daughter that's oh, okay. like like seven and a half feet tall and like <laughs> she she she's like proportioned like olive oil with you know giant giant feet and. You know, gangly limbs. Okay, I can see it. So, like, but like she he, still has like the you know the uh, uh, the blonde pink pigtails. Yeah, and the and like the 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 blue checker dress. Yeah, like so the uh, the toy the haunted toy elephant or haunted stuffed elephant rather. It like bows in front of her. It's egg beater out, and yeah. she kind of bends over. And because she is like built like olive oil, like yeah. she has long arms and legs, so she's like hunched over, completely holding on to him. And they start dancing like yeah. that. <laughs> I, oh, I imagine like she's introduced. Like it's you know, there's just this stomping, like <laughs> <laughs> daddy, <laughs> Lula Bell. We got guests. And, yeah, she ends up doing like uh, some more damage to it because yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's she's not coordinated and she doesn't really know her own strength. Like I imagine that at first they dance like Doc uh, Brown dances with Clara at the uh, yeah. in Back to the Future Three. <laughs> yeah, but she ends up like tearing one of its eyes out like, or I, something. I, I imagine that's how he how he loses his trunk. <laughs> and, uh. <laughs> uh yeah, so they replaced the trunk with like a piece of PVC hose. <laughs> a vacuum cleaner hose. Yeah. <laughs> One of the attachments, so it's got bristles at the end of it. <laughs> it's a brush. <laughs> and then, you know, then he, and then, then the elephant leaves, you know, waves goodbye, and uh, then it's off for some more adventures. <laughs> I imagine as he's like, well, he's limping away, but like, uh, Lula Bell has like a, a tiny elephant uh, baby, you know, uh, oh, no. swaddling. <laughs> In a swaddling cloth, yeah, and you know, you know, implying yeah that that that, yeah. that 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 the elephant porked her, which I don't know how that would work. Uh, we see when a man and a or when a woman and a stuffed toy a haunted elephant love each other very much. Uh -huh. 
No, go on. I really want to know the logistics of this. Um, it, uh, hold on, give me a second. Uh, like a red rocket comes out. Okay. And that's all you need uh, to know. That's all I need to know. <clears throat> so then, uh, then like the last, you know, the last leg that it runs into, um, is, uh... The dog pound. <laughs> One of the dogs, like, is... Shakes it up, and that—that's where—that's where it loses its eye, and yeah. it has to. Re it has like a imagine like the black, uh, beady eyes, and it has to be replaced now with something else like uh, a thumbtack button. Oh uh, yeah, thumb. Uh, the button works fine. Yeah, but, all right, now button's too dignified. Like, uh, like a quarter, <laughs> a nickel, yeah, a wooden nickel. It's like <laughs> it's a nail. And it's like a crooked nail, it's not all the way in, so it's bent a little bit. Yeah. And... <laughs> and Poor it, elephant. And it finally, like, after all that, it finally gets back to its, you know, hometown, and it finally finds the right home, and it gets there, and the family finds it, and it, you know, standing on their porch, and it just immediately cuts to them stomping on it into the trash can again. <laughs> I was like, oh, I thought I threw this away. <laughs> and then that's it. That is our... Haunted stuffed <laughs> elephant movie, and it, you know, I I, I kind of want to see that movie. Like I'd be honest, I would not be bored with that movie. <laughs> I would be invested in this movie. Like, all right, movie, what oh, yeah. do you got? Oh yeah, you haven't had a boring scene yet. <laughs> this has been this has been an adventure. This is like Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, where <laughs> like every turn there's something more ridiculous, but it never stops being entertaining. Yeah. Oh man. And, and really, what was his end goal? Like just to go just back to there and loved. haunt, go back there and haunt them more. Like that—that's—that's his—that—that's its home. Like it doesn't know yeah. how to haunt anything else. It didn't really want to do anything. It just wanted to sit on a shelf. <laughs> but it turns out that you know the journey was, uh, the journey was the destination. I guess it was. It was a shitty journey. <laughs> He, yeah. had, he had some good friends along the way, but... Maimed know. by animals. <laughs> animals and hill folk. <laughs> it was tied to the, tied to a truck for a little bit. You know, should have just stayed at the landfill. <laughs> Sounds like there there was a perfectly good guy there that was willing... That was you know, happy to find a friend elephant. <laughs> nope. So Accosted by uh, bridge people. <laughs> Talking about the Great Elephant War, which may or may not have happened, and Freight Crate Frank may or may not have been involved in. <laughs> I claim deniability. <laughs> it was a covert operation. <laughs> it was, uh, it was, uh, I don't know why he's Cliff Clavin. <laughs> it was Black Ops before Black Ops, if you know what I mean. No. <laughs> okay, uh, moving on then. Hey, uh, so, you know, we'd initially assassinated the original gorilla, I mean, uh, <laughs> elephant emperor, uh, okay. and, uh, you know, and, uh, installed a peanut republic, <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, as these things often do, it collapsed, it collapsed like a house of cards. Yeah, so it was a big elephant civil war for a while, so, like uh, it was elephant against elephant, tusk against tusk. And, uh, so... We we didn't want to lose our our claimness because if the rebel elephants won, all of a sudden we lost our foothold in uh, the great elephant kingdom. Yeah. So we sent some uh, Elephopolis. We <laughs> so we uh, we sent some uh, 
some troops in there from the uh, from the gorilla kingdom <laughs> and uh, just to kind of help out the, uh, the the main elephants and not a lot of people know this but Dumbo was actually a uh, you know covert operation during the war yeah he did have that brief stint but you know when the draft letter came he did serve his country like uh, it's just like when Elvis served or uh, Jimmy Stewart or yeah, exactly. uh, the Marx brothers like <laughs> they were all part of covert operations like you know, a lot of a lot of big stars were back in the you know those days. You had to be, or else you know, they'd put you to the boot. Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, Dumbo was flying, or you know, you know, during midnight we made sure to plausible deniability. Yeah. But I'm telling you the story. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't mind. Uh, I don't mind uh, telling you with the uh, the plausible deniability. I'll admit to it. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, yeah, Dumbo was flying over. Uh, El, uh, El, El and uh, and uh, we made sure to do it during the new moon, so there was no light. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I don't know why he's becoming like southern all of a sudden. <laughs> he's having flashbacks. I know. Some folks were born made to it. That was after the elephant war. I just like that song. <laughs> oh, the red, white, and blue. And then uh, it, it was it was bound to it was bound to fail like uh. Yeah, the elephants knew the jungles better than better than we did. Yeah, we, we, they had elephant gorillas <laughs> everywhere. Uh, and uh, you know, uh, long story short, we lost. It was bad. Oh man, was it, it bad? I lost my best friend there. <laughs> lost his trunk and everything. <laughs> and uh, I, mar- I married an elephant though there. <laughs> brought her home. I met mom and pop. They, they weren't happy. They did not approve. <laughs> and that's how I get here. He's eating, uh, he's eating beans. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, um, so that's what, you know, that's what modern horror movies are really missing. Yeah. Uh, which, which part? Um, intrigue. Yeah. Uh, pacing. Yeah. Now, while I will say that The Conjuring 2 wasn't poorly paced, there were scenes like you mentioned before with the kid in his, you know, getting up up, up and out of bed about fifteen yeah. times, or every single time they, uh, like, they'd hear a spooky new new news, a spooky <laughs> noise, and would just walk down the hall for yeah. ten minutes with a flashlight. Like it, it was uh, it, it intended to build up tension, but it just kind of dragged yeah, and deflated the scene a little bit. It, it never builds up tension. Here's the thing: most of the times, because we've seen a lot of bad, like really bad. Uh, horror movies, mm-hmm. and this movie was clearly not a bad horror movie. No, um, it was well made. It, you know, it, well the acted. Act- yeah, the acting was good. The-, and the pacing wasn't terrible, but like those bad movies that we watch, usually yeah. they do that that slow, drawn out thing because they're just padding. You know, they'll have someone look through a house for ten minutes because yeah. they're only you know an hour and like an hour of plot and they need to make an hour 30 you know yeah this movie what this movie is like two hours and like 19 minutes long yeah like it didn't need that kind of uh that kind of padding no it, it was long enough yeah so it was definitely an intentional you know thing to set the pace i just really believe that maybe if they kind of shortened some of it up a little bit it might have been uh like there comes a point when somebody's just walking through, like, looking for the spooky noise. Like, some, you know, it can build tension for a little bit, but there's a yeah. certain point where I just roll my eyes and go, Oh my gosh, get <laughs> on with it! I know it's gonna either be nothing or a guy running really fast, shaking his head. You know, maybe, you know, maybe you were, 
we're kind of looking at this all wrong. Maybe like this is uh, you know, may, you know, maybe this is all a ploy by big real estate to get you know to do house tours during their movies so they can sell more homes. <laughs> like in a in a backwards way, this is just a long form Scooby Doo plot <laughs> where. Real estate people are trying to sell property <laughs> by pretending to be ghosts. Yeah. 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 I think we figure, man, like, we're going to have, like, snipers. I know. Yeah, like, right? we, 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 yeah. we, we've said too much. Yeah, I know. The, uh, though, I, 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 one thing, uh, one thing to, that I do give to this movie is that it only had five, uh, flashlight flashes. Yeah. Yeah, we usually count the flashlight flashes that, uh, like, whenever people look around in horror movies with the yeah. flashlights out, it'll always, like, shine, you know, into the camera. So we play a little game where we count how many times the flashlights, uh, flash into the lens. Yeah, and it was only five this time. I, I, I think, uh, I forget that. It that was movie. body cam. Oh, yeah, body cam. We're, Mary J. Blige. Uh, we were definitely... It was it, in the it, 70s. Was it that much? I think... I think we, uh, I, okay, maybe it, not 70. It was maybe. definitely double digits. Yeah, I know it was, I remember I stopped counting at 20, and this was, don't mind you, this was in the first act of the movie. Yeah. And you're like, I'm not done counting, Mark. So I was like, all right, well, I'm not playing this game anymore. I, I think I, I might have at least gotten into the 50s, but yeah, there were a lot. And yeah, it was ridiculous. So do that at home. Yeah, whatever. Uh, you, you know, if your movie is a little bit lackluster and it's not doing what you want it to do, uh, and, and by want it to do is entertain you, uh, then yeah, count how many flashlight flashes. I remember there was a, a moment in this movie where, um, like a big spooky CGI man came out. Oh my god, yeah, who, who looked like a Goosebumps villain. Yeah, and I remember looking at you saying, people were scared of this movie. <laughs> like, there's a lot of people who I hear say, oh, The Conjuring 2 was really scary. Yeah, and... and Go on. No, no, I, like, like I was saying earlier, I was literally falling asleep. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that says more about me or the movie. Yeah, it goes back to the whole, maybe it's us, you know. Yeah. But I don't know, there are still movies that I can watch and uh, be creeped out by. Um, yeah. Um, uh, some, I think the yeah. last time I saw The Shining, I was creeped out by it. But yeah, I, I, I was. I, I think I had been. Uh, I was under the influence. I think I was oh, drinking yeah. or something. So yeah, I might have had something to do with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you, the vulnerability, you know, of yeah. the mind under not ideal conditions. Yeah, it can make something a little bit more scary. And I remember the. Um, I think the the first time that I'd I'd seen I bought Poltergeist on Blu-ray and I was I, I'd seen it before, but I was like you know in my uh, I was definitely in my like mid twenties and I was watching yeah. it with a friend. And we actually had to turn the lights on. It was like, all right, this is actually, you know, it's not terrifying, but it is definitely creeping me out enough that I just, you know, I don't want to sit here in the dark with the lights out. Oh, really? Yeah. It was Greg. Huh. And like, uh, it's, it's funny because I remember I, I liked the scientific process that they were going through when I saw it when I was younger. It's like, oh, they have instruments. Yeah. No, listen, this is not just, uh, this is not just spooky things happening. This is, uh... You know, th this is people trying to study the spooky yeah. events, and yeah, like you know, because you know, I, I maintain that like, I still think Poltergeist is a pretty damn uh, scary movie. Yeah, it's my favorite movie of all time. I think, um, although I was never uh, creeped out by Evil Dead Two, I can say 
that the atmosphere of it is creepy to me. Yeah. Like, you know, the... Like the whole, you know, the whole shebang. Even the parts that are kind of funny, like you know, the the lamp laughing at him and everything like that. Yeah. Like that whole sequence is just is such a mind fuck that like you you can't help but laugh, but also be just a little weirded out by it. And that that's something that uh, now that I think about it, like a lot of movies don't really pay as much attention to, to set design. Uh, in terms of their their creepy atmosphere, like uh, like Evil Dead did, like it, it's there's you know decrepit uh, de, you know decrepit uh, cabin. cabin in the woods, uh, in the middle of nowhere, and you know there's all these uh, you know esoteric trinkets and oddities everywhere. And it's like, like it, it it's, built the atmosphere. Like it's really funny that when you see the uh, like when you when you go and you see this cabin, you see like the uh, the, the the stuffed head. You yeah. know the you know the the bust or whatever what's it called the rack, um, uh, like on the on the wall. Yeah. Like you know you do get put in the mind of like oh I mean uh, creepy if that moves. But like yeah. movies usually don't do that. Like they you know there's not a lot of movies that would like make a you know the the thing just come to life on the wall yeah. and like start you know laughing at it or just start doing anything yeah, until the uh, Billy Bass. <laughs> then, they, then they made a whole thing out of it. Like, like what uh, if it didn't scream? <laughs> what if it sang? Like, like uh, you know, Sam Raimi should have taken them to court. Like, they, they really kind of, they, they kind of took them to the cleaners on that. Yeah, I think that he didn't because he didn't want to acknowledge, you know, that he had any inspiration for that. My, I think my dad had a Billy Bass. I know my neighbors had a Billy Bass. And I... I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I was fascinated by it. Yeah, me too. My like, grandparents had one too. Go on. And just you know how it would you know it would slowly die after you press the button. It would just do this demonic voice. Oh, that that part didn't. Yeah, I, that wasn't something that fascinated me. I just thought it was kind of. I thought it was funny. Like I like the songs it sang. I can't remember any of them now. No, I don't remember. And that's a strange thing about the. First off, I'm not even sure if it was called Billy Bass. I'm like pretty a big sure. Big Mouth Billy or something. Yeah, big something like that. And uh, it was everywhere. Yeah, it was uh, huge. Wasn't there commercials for it too? Oh yeah, of course. And I know that um, it was so big that uh, they did a a joke on it on whose line is it anyway? Uh, oh, yeah. Where they're doing the uh, the dating game. You know, let's make a date. They. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Wayne Brady yeah. was one of the the Big Mouth Billy Bass things. That's right. I forgot about that. So yeah, it was it was popular enough that. Um, that at least made it to whose line is it anyway? So that you know, it goes to show how like much of a fad it was. It, it, it did make it to mainstream, <clears throat> which uh, it, it's one of those things that uh, is definitely a time capsule of the decade. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, They'll watch that you know in the future become like a a rare collector's item. Yeah, like it's like on eBay, it's worth like six, seven thousand yeah. dollars. Like because everyone you know, you know everyone. Uh, through those, there was a way after a week. <laughs> <clears throat> Once the batteries died, they're like, "What am I gonna do with it now?" Oh my God, now it's just a fake fish on the wall. Oh am I gonna buy more batteries? I don't think so. That's stupid. Like every now and again, they'll probably scared a bunch of old people to death. <laughs> like they'll just be sitting there, like watching the game or something, like or knitting. I don't know or, what old people do. Oh, wasn't there like a uh, a motion sensor to it as well? Yeah. So they they were just grandma would be walking into the room and. Hello! <laughs> 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 Killed by a fish. 
just like my horoscope said. <laughs> and yeah, it's kind of a weird uh, time and place thing, like you're saying, like a yeah. nice time capsule of what it was like to be in that era. Like, like the, yeah, looking back on the 90s, it was a weird decade. It's like we didn't know what to do. Yeah. Like, well, I don't know, let's clone a sheep. Well, what do we do now? Oh, like, we didn't know if we were going to die, you know, in no, 10 years. Like, we didn't know if that was a, that was a thing. We didn't know if, oh, Y2K going to get us? Oh, is Christ coming back? <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of people, I remember hearing people talk about that. Yeah, like, uh, everyone thought that uh, that was going to be the, uh, you know, the, the big second coming. And, uh... But, you know, it turned out it was just like, eh. I remember the only time I was worried about Y2K was, um... I remember I was at my neighbor's, uh, the same neighbor's had the big mouth billy bass. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, we were counting down the new year, and it was like, alright, ten, nine, I was like, you know, eight, I was like, ah, oh, it's gonna be two thousand, and then, like, with, like, six seconds left, I had a little bit of a mini panic, just, like, in the back of my head, I was like, wow, what if this is it? Well, what, what if I'm five seconds from just the rapture? Yeah. And, as far as I know, I wasn't. And, uh, I, I think I had... Uh, I, I think I had a little bit... I didn't like going into the year 2000 because of the same... That that, that number thing we were discussing. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, I, I didn't know how... Uh, how that... What the 2000s were going, going to look like. So... Um, I... I remember when I was in kindergarten, like, for some reason, I remember it was, uh... Like, I, I remember counting down the age, I was like, let's see, this is the year is this, and I was doing the, the math in my head. I remember thinking, like, ah, in 2000, I'll be 15. I remember, like, almost crying. I was a sissy Lala as a kid, so <laughs> I cried about everything. I cried when they didn't do the letter people in the right order. <laughs> uh, true story. But uh, I remember thinking, like, oh, no, I'll only be 15 in year 2000. I don't want to die when I'm 15. For some yeah. reason, in kindergarten, I thought 2000 was actually the literal, like, end of everything. This is before all the Y2K stuff. I just thought and, that, it's like, what comes after 1999, you know? Yeah, it's... It, it, it kind of makes sense. And, yeah, because... Um, it seems like, you know, 2000 seems like there's finality behind yeah, it. Yeah, like, I didn't know how years worked. And, uh, it, you know... So, like, it, it goes to show, like, why there were so many predictions and conspiracies about what was going to happen and all that. And so, like, it's weird to think that, uh, of all the, like, of all these things we mentioned were more, like, you know, scary to us than The Conjuring 2. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it, it's, <laughs> like, Big Math, Big Math, Big Mouth Billy Bass was a scarier concept than anything in The Conjuring 2. Because, you know, sometimes when you walk by, it would start singing to you. You didn't always know. Yeah, you could have been getting up, you know, to go... Take you know, take a take yeah. a poop. Yeah, and uh, you know this fish would start singing to you, just like an Evil Dead. You know, you didn't want that to happen. <laughs> uh, I I kind of wonder if there is a if you can get a a a big mouth Billy Bass type thing, but you know, just for the the head of the the deer or the elk from Evil Dead. Like I, you know, just get one that like moves around and laughs. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I would hang that up. Would you? I put it right there. Right, uh, over the entertainment center? Yeah, over the TV, right over there. Uh, we'll get rid of that picture. <laughs> and every time there's a loud noise, it'll laugh. Yeah, like, people, I imagine having someone over and they sleep on the couch, and they're just like, 
I don't like that thing, and you know, we don't have a turn on. It only activates in the dark. <laughs> so when they, you know, go to, you know, go to sleep, you know, once a, a sound, you know, is made in the darkest, <laughs> they just get up and run. That or, uh, it's controlled with a cell phone app and you can, uh, talk through it. <laughs> hey, uh, it like moves, it like, it has a like destroyer voice. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Uh, could you bring me a glass of water? I'm kind of thirsty. The, the, the glass is in the, the cupboard and the water's in the refrigerator. And, you know, the person half asleep gives the deer a water and it breaks. <laughs> like, hey, what are you doing? Oh. And no, it pours behind the entertainment center and uh, everything shorts. Uh, not, no, it doesn't short, but it gets moldy back there. And so, <laughs> and so we have to, like, steam clean the oh. carpets. <laughs> Why'd you have to buy that deer head? Listen, it was uh, it was well worth the eight hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> oh man! So, what, oh, come, go ahead. Uh, so one uh, one thing I do want to kind of address uh, in the Conjuring Two is the the plot point of the the nun. Okay. Uh, because you know we touched uh, you know, touched upon everything. Uh, was it? I know there was another nun movie, but I think it was supposed to be uh, was, was related. That, was that more, or was that more insidious? I th I thought the nun, if I'm not mistaken, I thought the nun was a. Uh, I thought it was supposed to be part of the, like the I can't believe I'm saying this, the Conjuring extended universe. <laughs> but it might just be the Annabelle movies. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Hold on, wait, wait. Um, movies. Yeah, there's a couple of them. Holy shit. I think shit. there's like Annabelle and then like Annabelle Creation or uh, something like that. Oh my god. Hold on a second. Uh, Alexa, is the nun part of the Conjuring universe? Here's something I found on the web. Mm -hmm. Okay. According to GeeksoftDoom.com, directed by Karen Hardy, oh, the nun is the third spin-off in the Conjuring universe. Okay. Oh, okay. Joining the two Annabelle films. Yeah, two okay. So, it... So I guess for us to uh, to understand this movie a little bit better, we need no, <laughs> no. If the movie can't tell us everything, everything we need to know just about this story, yeah, like in this movie, I don't, I don't want to know anything more about it. Like, I, it's not like Lord of the Rings where we are expecting a trilogy. Yeah. Oh, though I I think the nun came after. Yeah, it did. Uh, and uh, I, I wonder if that was planned. Or, or, because oh, the nun, yeah. the, the nun just seemed to come out of nowhere and didn't really, uh, didn't really do much. Like, I, I like to think they got, they had dollar signs in their eyes. Yeah, probably. And they were like, oh, the, like, all right, we'll have this. I think it might have started out as a, all right, so what can we have as a, like, because the whole, the whole point, I think, of uh, that, that Valen or whatever that demon's name was. Valium. That <laughs> was that. Uh, that's the real demon. Uh, was that um, Vera Farmiga is uh, like she's having a crisis of faith, you no. know, and uh, you know, brought about by these visions and these these dreams that she's having involving her husband. And the nun is uh, supposed to be, I think, a a uh, representation okay. of this crisis of faith that <laughs> she's feeling. And her defeat of it at the end is yeah. uh, spoiler alert is. Uh, <laughs> is basically her kind of uh, 
like, you know, conquering her own demons, so to say, and, like, regaining her faith. So I think that it was originally written as, like, alright, what can be something that's symbolic of faith, but also be kind of scary? Yeah. And I think they settled on, uh, on a nun, because, like, oh, we can do scary things with that, and then, you know, once they started filming and doing all this nun stuff, I think then the dollar sign started flashing, like, ooh, we can do a lot with this nun. Uh, I, I think they, they... Uh, saw the makeup, and, and like, because the the nun was creepy. Uh, I do think the the nun, you know, the the makeup and uh, I don't know who played the nun. Was it, it looked like Marilyn Manson? Uh, but uh, yeah, the the nun was definitely creepy. But I heard that was a disappointing movie as well. Yeah, I'm but sure. uh, I I thought it was kind of dumb that she defeated it like like Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> Just said his name and oh hey hey. <laughs> Who, ah, who, who told you my name? Well, you yeah, did, actually. Why'd I do that? I was dumb. Yeah, it does seem like a really dumb thing for a demon. Like, that, that is exactly how Rumpelstiltskin's beaten. Like, <laughs> he got too cocky. Like, ah, they'll never... <laughs> like, they'll never guess my name. Valen, that is my name. <laughs> And like the, you know, the, she was the, she was the huntsman in that moment. She's like, oh, okay. Your name is Valen. Ah, yeah. Oh, you got me. All right. I'll come back. Yeah, I'll be, ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you can't remember it forever. <laughs> oh, I will. Ah, okay. Well, the no. funny, like, I forget people's names all the time. Yeah. Like, if, like when I meet somebody, like, like even people I like at work or something, I'll be like, hey, how's it going, Mr. Uh, uh, Riley, Bradley, Bradley, you know, th th those no one's names. I just pulled it out of my yeah. head. But, you know, I'll just say it. So, like, there's a good chance that five years pass and it's like, ah, I'm back. Oh, yeah? Uh, is a V name. Uh, uh Vulcan? Uh, <laughs> Wait, uh, let me get my Bible. Oh, I sold it. Uh, uh, vacuum. Mm, no. Uh, uh, was it a volume? Not right. close enough. Uh, it's not close enough. Nope. Nope. Volkswagen. Nope. By by law, by law, you have to have the name like at least eighty percent right. Uh, you have to get four of the five letters. Uh, how how many how many syllables? Um, two syllables. All right. He's uh, doing it's doing like a he's doing charades. It's uh, like <laughs> tapping uh, on its arm. Uh, sounds like nope. Nope. Can't do that. It's not uh, fair. Uh, <laughs> um. Uh. uh yeah, yep, go ahead. You only get a few guesses. Uh, no, I get all the guesses I ah, want. Th that works. That usually works, actually. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people fall for it. Uh, Vishnu. Nope, 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 nope. Wrong guy. Yep, nope. <laughs> completely, completely different ballpark. Uh, yeah. uh, keep going, keep going. Uh, uh, you're, you're, it's, it's a V word. I will give you that. You've got, you've got one of the letters right. Uh, no, I need uh, three. You gotta give me something. It's Valen. Ah, oh, why'd I do that? Uh, yeah, he just immediately, like, she doesn't even have to say it. She just disappears. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> and just puffs into <laughs> a cloud of smoke. It's just, it's imagine she she just, you know, drifts away like uh, uh, the mummy. Oh. Like, like, she just, you know, turns to dust. And uh, waits another five years, like, oh, I, gotta, I gotta stop doing this. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do this better. What am I doing? Okay. Looks in the mirror. What, what have I become? What is it? Why do I, what's all this makeup? <laughs> you know what? Let me splash some water on my face. That's my real face right uh, there. Or am I going to a Twisted Sister concert? <laughs> you know what? When was the last time I combed my hair? Well, let me take a look under this habit. 
well, maybe the habit works. Maybe I shouldn't take <laughs> off the habit. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it works for me. Yeah, you know, it's, it's part of the costume. But, you know what? I, I'm just going to take a bath, and I think I'll feel a lot better afterwards. And then, then some old guy in England dies, and, you know what, uh, you know, let, let's see what I can do with this. That, that, can I control you? Well, I guess you can. Alright, well. You're gonna be in my house. Yep, I'm in your house. I don't want you in my house. Oh. Well, you don't know my name, which is Valen. Uh, what is it? It's nothing. Don't worry about what my name is. Uh, yeah, 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 see? See, if you had your miracle ear in, then you would have been able to hear it. Yeah, it didn't come with me. Yeah, I don't know why it didn't. <laughs> that is another thing, like the. Like the the ghost yeah. of the old man, like still apparently retained his dentures or whatever <laughs> in the afterlife. So that's kind of cruel afterlife that you still have all the. Uh, he, he still have every medical problem. Yeah. <laughs> he, I bet he still had the blood clot in his head yeah. too. <laughs> now, the demons have a terrible HMO. <laughs> they, they, you know, their their retirement and their uh, and their insurance plans are are absolutely Through the wretched. Roof. Yeah, yeah, like so. Like, Heaven's got a really good package, but yeah. Hell doesn't. Yeah, and, you know, so he has to take whatever, you know, whatever he had in life with him, or else he's gonna have nothing. <laughs> he's pulling his, like, his... No wonder uh, he's so angry at biting <laughs> little girls. <laughs> this is my cane. I've had this cane. It's my cane. I'm taking it with me. Uh, this is the only chair that doesn't... Yeah, it makes my back not hurt. <laughs> Can you not sit in this chair? For the love of God. <laughs> hey, hey... Just leave the man one chair, and he, he'll he'll leave you alone. You won't even know he's there. It's like and, it, it kind of makes me kind of makes it crazy that they didn't remove the chair that the old man died yeah, in. Yeah, that that was kind of funny. Like, they, you know, this one chair was pretty much the conduit for this old man the, the entire time, and they never threw it away. Not only that, uh, they said at the there was a blurb at the end of the movie, like, and uh, uh, the mother who died in two thousand three died in the same chair that the old man died in. Like, why didn't you? You had, you had that haunted chair for four decades. <laughs> I know, like, like if he would have just thrown the chair out, the, the possession probably would have stopped. I, I, where are you going with that? That's my chair. Hey, where, where are you going? Don't do that. Oh. Uh, it's right, Aga. Oh, oh, no. It's going to get moldy. <laughs> and it winds up in the same landfill as the haunted stuffed elephant. Yeah. <laughs> and they become the best friends. It sits on the chair. Hey, hey. <laughs> you better get out of here. Off my chair. Um, yeah, go on. No, I was gonna end it on that note. Okay. On that note, The Conjuring Two. Uh, eh, mediocre. Uh, I'm, I, I'm not gonna say it's the worst thing I've ever seen. Uh, it's uh, if you like uh, if you like spooky movies, definitely give it a you know, give it a watch. You're not gonna be disappointed, or maybe a little disappointed. It's uh, yeah, it's okay. I can't say that it's a bad movie. But I can't say it's a scary movie. Yeah. Um, if you if you like modern horror, um, watch a better movie. Just watch watch good horror. But if you like that kind of stuff, uh, you probably will enjoy Conjuring. If you want or Conjuring Two, if you like the first one, you'll probably like the second. Yeah. One. In terms of modern horror, it's not not the worst thing you could do. So. Uh, At least in my opinion. Yeah. Like you know, you could do worse. So. Well, well that's it. Uh, take it easy, everybody. <laughs> that uh, ends on a downer. <laughs> the toodaloo. I don't know what the